You're listening to the Maritime Milson Podcast, the most popular paintball podcast on Tuesdays between 7 and 9 p.m. The Maritime Milson Podcast is brought to you by MaxTac, makers of the TGR line of MagFed markers, MagFed Maker, and Ripple Industries, your source for Milson paintball and airsoft goods. The room suddenly started to spin as soon as I hit live. I was like, oh, God, am I going to I'm gonna pass out on live on Facebook Live? Develop epilepsy in the middle of the podcast. Right. Somebody call 911. What's his address? So, okay, well, welcome, everyone, to episode 110 of the Maritime Wilson podcast. My name is Brad O'Dell. With me, I have Guardian. Hey, guys. How's it going? As well as we have Tuna. Up guys, and we got too tall. We got the East Coast too tall. Up. So, uh, so too tall is gonna keep an eye on the hockey game for us, so that we can uh, <laughs> keep track of what's going on. That's yeah, screen, well, uh, screen, screen. <laughs> you are, <laughs> you are living the North American dream, my friend. <laughs> you truly are. Uh, Except he's a Penguins fan. Whatever. You're a Flames fan. <laughs> yeah, just kidding. I am a Flames <laughs> <laughs> Truly. Uh, um, so, ladies and gentlemen, we're, uh, we had another topic and another guest lined up, but unfortunately it fell through. So, uh, we're going to go to our backup uh, topic. And uh, we thought we had Too Tall on last time, and he's a really good guy. So, we're like, let's bring him back on. So, uh, Friday, all of us, all four of us, were actually at one game together for once. Uh, yeah, it was unreal. Right? <laughs> uh, it, was, it was a little strange to, to be able to uh, play together. And uh, so, we were at Mersey Road. We were at a field uh, out in Nova Scotia. A, a five-hour drive for me. Thought I was, yeah, I, was, I thought I was dying. Um, yeah, that's into the game. Mm-hmm. I, I was lucky. It's the field just down the road for me for once. Right. Everyone, everyone else lives close to the fields. I'm always the one driving an hour. <laughs> yeah. No. It was it was brutal. I was up at like three thirty in the morning to get on the road for four four thirty, and just it was it was hell, man. It was brutal. Um, but I did it anyways because one, it was paintball. Two, it was paintball where. I knew everybody going, and I was just like, I haven't been to a game like that in a long time. Not that I don't like meeting new people, but uh, oh, son of a whore. There we go. I'm sitting here staring at the screen. I'm thinking, like, something looks wrong. And I was like, I forgot to switch over the video feed. I'll get a lot of See, I thought there was a big delay. (laughs) There is a huge delay. Um, I'll, I'll learn how to work this magical box. One of these days, yeah. By by episode like two hundred, you know, yeah. Three fifty. Let's not get carried away. Yeah, three fifty. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, no, but I, I know what you mean, Brad, about, about uh, the Black Friday game, or that's what it was called. The season opener at Mercy was uh, it's a game that I guess they've been doing for twenty years. I just saw, and um, they're like the same event each year. So we call Black Friday, which is just Good Friday uh, event, but. Um, yeah, drew a hundred and some people, I'd say, hundred twenty people, if I had to guess. Yeah, and uh, it pretty much pulled a lot of the Magfed players together from pretty much everywhere. Wolverines were there, which is where Two Tall plays. Pretty much a lot of MSOB, even some of the casual players made it out, and it was it was unreal to get everyone together. Yeah, it was really strange, but it, but at the same time, it was 
it didn't feel strange on the field. I don't know how to put it without sounding really, really corny. Because um, it was basically I, I jumped on the field and I knew how to play with you guys, even though I don't get to play with you often. Does that make sense? No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, follow me because you don't know this field. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I yeah, definitely you and I stuck up... together for quite a little bit, yeah. We we stuck together, and I, I ended up running into uh, English a lot. So uh, I'm going to apologize to everyone. I'm, something, like, crashed my video feed, so I have to reset. And uh, one of these days, one of these days, nothing will go wrong on the video like one of these days something it will work one i don't know anyways <sighs> so let's talk about the day and uh I'm, something's wrong with me i'm not thinking straight <laughs> it could possibly be the whiskey that i put in the beer um so let's talk about <laughs> where <laughs> the beer was flat i needed to add something to it um <laughs> Let's let's talk about the let's talk about the game. Uh the field. The field is way bigger than it looks. Cause follow too tall around because he's like, Yeah, if we go this way, I was just like, I have no idea where I'm going, so I'll follow you. Um Yeah, it's a weird field in that it's got like a central area with like a whole bunch of bunkers and uh kinda I think it's based on an old racetrack as well, is it not? That bottom area I thought. And uh and so it's, you know, close quarters and, and buildings in kind of one spot, but then it expands for pretty much endless in all directions. As far as you think you're going out, there's always someone who went like a little bit farther. And, and in a lot of ways, the tape line maybe isn't defined or it's really out there. So it makes it made for an interesting match because you never really knew where the final player was or if you really yeah. had the outside or if someone was just waiting to pop through the trees and just flank you. It was it's yeah, a different was... kind of game. Yeah. There was that really nice, like, close quarters, a lot of bunkers, a lot of, there was a couple of buildings, that embassy. But then, yeah, there was that forest that was super thick yeah. that you could just sort of, like, lay down and hide in. And uh, that was cool. Really, the field was really nice. It, uh, it's, I, I hate to be the guy that has to say not good things, but <laughs> those bunkers need to be updated. Like there was one bunker we were actually shooting paint through the wood. It was that old. So No, yeah. I, I'm with you on that. So. They uh they could definitely uh put a little more time in. I know we I think it was you and I who wanted to go on the second level of the embassy, pretty much the only second level building in the game. And uh as soon as we got up there, I got up there and like sighted to shoot somebody and I just heard a ref point out and just be like, Okay. You're not allowed up there. It's not safe. So, yeah, they could definitely update some of the bunkers because that's like the dead center <laughs> feature bunker and you're not really able to use it. Yeah, it, it that kind of sucked. I, I get that I get that it happens. Uh, that you can't, uh, you can't always update everything, right? Like time, money. Uh, a lot of fields don't actually, op- like especially a lot of the fields in Nova Scotia, or times at the very least, uh, don't operate... 100% for profit. So there's a lot of volunteer work involved with them. Um, and I think that kind of causes some of the fields to, you know, they, they've got to weigh the options. They got to try and get manpower out there, money for the bunkers and stuff. So it's, 
it's understandable, but it does suck that you go and you see this embassy and you're like, this is awesome. No, you, you can only use the bottom floor. So that kind of sucked, but nice field overall. Absolutely. Lots of great turnout. Yeah, solid turnout. Great group of pe- uh, great number and of people a, came a out. Huge mixed crowd too. Like definitely a mix of Magfed, Speedball. I don't think there were too many pump out there because most of them kind of transitioned to Speedball. Pretty high rate of fire at that field. I'm not even sure it's had a defined limit by the sounds of it, or it an enforced limit, I should say, maybe. Yeah. And uh, they, they say 15 balls per second, but yeah. there was a few you can tell are a little quicker than that. Yeah. Oh man, I, I actually had like was going through some of my footage and uh, heard just the clip of this guy. It's like people were going for the flag, and it was just endless, like endless. It must have fired like two to three hundred rounds, like easily could have put a, a like a pod in his hopper, firing fifteen balls a second, maybe more. Who can count at that point? And finally, as soon as he stops, he gives up the classic. You like that? Hey, yeah, I can keep doing this, guys, and just like keeps going. It was hilarious, and like something we don't see a lot at Seabreeze or some of the other fields we play at. So it was just. You know, it was definitely a different crew, lots of shooting, lots of paint flying around, but it is an FSR-friendly field. So I got to uh, Andrew Boyce, who brought me out a couple, and he fired some out of his uh, 468, and I had some going out of my M17. It was a pretty good day for that. Yeah, and I saw one of the speedball players you got there, Blake, right between the eyes. He didn't like that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think I heard, I had a couple people come up afterwards and be like, were you, were you the one shooting FSR? I was like, yeah. They're like, oh, yeah, someone, so you got somebody good. I was like, oh, well, you know, that's how it goes, yeah. But yeah, no, it's all, it's always, I love shooting FSR and it costs a lot more, but I find I shoot a hell of a lot less. Like I probably fired like 80 FSR and then maybe a hundred round ball all day. Right on. Wow. Helps keep the cost down at least a bit. Yeah, for sure. There was, speaking of the guy that was just, uh, just nailing everybody with like just smoking everybody with paint. Um, what the hell? No, my uh, my whole system is just like falling apart. This is fantastic. Camera stopped working. Uh, this is great. This is awesome. This is exactly what I wanted. <laughs> So what's it? Can they, everyone hear us but not see us? Is that what's happening right now? No, no, no. Everyone can hear and hear see us and see you. They can't yeah. see me. Oh, okay. So welcome to is... what we deal with. We never yeah, see that's right. right. Yeah, this just is... post your picture up. No, when yeah. you make us watch all the time. <laughs> <laughs> that one's just to remind you guys who's boss. Guys, yeah, uh... he's naked. <laughs> that's why he can't post it up there. This is just a brand new Oh my god, this is garbage. <laughs> this is absolute garbage. One of these one of these days I'll get a like I'll get a like a big boy set up. And I'll be able to like properly run We're we're shows. just gonna have to start hosting it for you. Uh <laughs> thought about that actually sometimes. <laughs> so that way I can actually travel and you guys can host everything yeah. for me. That'd be great. Okay. Okay. I think I got it fixed. He was yeah, he was. Dog, leave me alone. I will teach you how to run the software. Okay, I'm back. I don't know for how long. Anyways, carrying on. Speaking of the guy firing a ton of paint, I was sitting in one of the bunkers. Now, I noticed about this place, about Mersey Road, that their players that play here on a regular basis, like the, the ones like their home field, um, are very trigger happy. They like to shoot. Uh, not a bad thing. Just it's something that we don't see a lot in the Maritimes. I find a lot of the fields that I've played at, it's a lot more conservative with the paint. Um, at least in the woods. 
So anyways, sitting there in a bunker, and there's a hole in the bunker, and I, like, sort of poke my head out, and then I bring it back in, and, like, 10 balls hit. And then I poke my head out, go back in, and then I got another 10 or 12 balls hit. So I did this, like, four times. And I'm sitting there, and I look at Andrew, who's with me, uh, and I was just like, I wonder how long this guy's going to keep doing this. Poke my head out, <laughs> 10 more balls, and they all hit the bunker. Oh, man. And I was just like, stop. Like, it just didn't stop, and I was just having too much fun. And then finally I poked my head out one time. He fires, like, it's like, pop, pop, brrr, out of air. And I was just like, <laughs> oh, that's you're beautiful. out. <laughs> I, I tried to wait a couple guys out, and it did not work. I was like, he's got to, like, run out of pain eventually. And everyone was just like, no, man, he's not going to run out of pain. <laughs> no, that guy's got, like, like, 16 oh. pods on him. Yeah. But we did have some fun. We did bring a couple smoke grenades out there when we were capturing flags yeah. and a couple of the Enola Gay bursts. And those ones are, I actually find those are, quality because the the burst kind of releases it all in like a really short amount of time actually creates like a, a good cloud like we mm-hmm. we managed to push up get a flag on the first one basically that, take uh, the ground on the flag on the second was the burst one the red one no they i think the first one was yellow and the second one was green at least that i did oh, okay. and uh, we put them both on the flags but the craziest part about it was not even so much that people moved up but when the smoke went out the amount of fire that took place because no one could see the flag. So everyone was just emptying absolutely everything they had yep. into the smoke. And yep. I mean, just, I managed to move up a little bit and it was just insane. It was just constant. Like, like it must've been six, seven, 10 people shooting as fast as they possibly could just absolutely. into the cloud of smoke. It was insane. It's a lot of fun though. Well, they, it's, it's always funny when they, that happens, right? Cause they just assume everybody's rushing the, the smoke. So they just like, oh, let's just fire into the smoke and we'll hit everybody. And nobody's actually moved. Because <laughs> everyone waits for it. So, Or you um, can be like Blake and throw the smoke grenade and then shoot where it lands. Because, you know, someone like me might try to pick it up and throw it back. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I've done that before. Yeah, you got to keep an eye on it. Make sure no one fucks with the smoke grenade once it lands. Nice. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but I found the roughing of that, of that game was absolutely amazing. Yeah, I would say so too. It was quite good. And it's not something that I mean, I'm not to keep like ragging on that field, but it's not something that I've really experienced there in the past. I know they posted up the field owner a couple of days or a week beforehand was like, hey, we need a couple extra reps. And the volunteers were like, boom, 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 all yeah, volunteer. Yep. And they were like a little bit of paint or something like that, you know, maybe do a half day of repping and shoot the afternoon on some free paint. And uh, yeah, it, it was good. And I even had a ref come up to me. It was actually after I caught that guy in the goggles and uh, run up to me and be like, what paint are you shooting? And obviously because everyone else was shooting, you know, like yellow or orange paint or whatever it was. And this guy's got a huge big blue splatter on his face. And uh, just quick, <laughs> quick, oh, I'm shooting first strikes. Oh, yeah. All right. Backed off immediately. Gone. No issues the rest of the day. And it's nice because, I mean, there aren't a lot of fields out here that let you shoot first strikes. Yeah, and uh, and that's a field that actually works well for it because even that main open area where all the bunkers are, that's probably one of the bigger open areas around in the Maritimes, where the sight lines are pretty open and long. Yeah, and so it works out pretty well. I can't I can't say I had the greatest day with it. I I think whether shooting round ball or first strikes, my personal accuracy was just shit that day. I couldn't. I had so many people just like hit, heads floating in windows, and I just like put two shots. I could hit anything but people that day. I don't know. I was I started off strong and then just faded hard. It was there's not going to be any highlight reels from that uh, that video that day. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a really good feel for the first strikes. It was uh, except for again with Andrew. And he was running, what was he running? Four, six, eight. 
So there's a guy head floating in the window, and I was just like, there, he's, you got first strikes? Do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. He's like, all right. Lines it up, takes his time, click. Damn thing flipped in the mag. Oh. <laughs> the deadbolt caught it. Yeah. I, was just like, I just hear click, and then I'll, just a rain of paint came down on us. Because that, at that point, they noticed like the 22-inch barrel and the big fucking scope. Yeah. I'm over-exaggerating, but it, the marker is stupidly long. Um, yeah, he did. He did draw fire. I had him set up next to me at one point to right? try to do some first strikes, and next thing I know, we're getting rained on. I was like, right? I'm moving. I think it's the glint. <laughs> I think they see the glint from like the scope or something, or or just everyone sees the scope as strikes, and now that is like the main target. That is that is the player to eliminate, and they just yeah. unleash hell upon him. Um, they hear they hear the whiz of the first strike go by, and then they're like, "Oh shit, where did that come from?" Yeah, and... I I love that sound because it means oh. it didn't hit you. <laughs> yeah, <that's> a, <laughs> the worst is that sound followed by a flap sound. Yeah. You can hear it even still when it comes yeah. in. It's if, just you, a, if you if you the whiz, I like You've got the time on the way by. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's no, it, the rest. Oh no, I was gonna say no. My experience too. The rest were bang on because there's a few times i called for paint checks and stuff and they were there quick so they yep. they had them spread out nice around the field they weren't grouping together or anything so no and they were good fast. job yep they were fast like there was one point where i looked at english and i was like am i hit am i hit and i didn't see a ref anywhere and english was just like well quickly turn around i said okay so i turned around so you could check my back and when i turned back around there was a ref in front of me and he's just like no you're good and then he took off it's like where the hell did he come from so that was it was fantastic they were power sliding into bunkers checking you over and then just booking it back out of the bunker it was fantastic the refing was amazing so the only the only thing and i'll ask this for people who are uh in the comments or in the chat or whatever get their opinion um (laughs) sorry Sage Honey has just typed out what a first strike sounds like, and it's just zzzz. <laughs> Absolutely, that is accurate. Yeah. ZW. Yep, that's it. Um, and I, I want I want opinions on this, but I'm thinking at this field when you've got a when you've got an event or a big game, and you've got a mixture. You've got rental players, you got magfit players, you got pump players, pistol players. And you got rent uh, speedball players. So rental, mag fed, pump, pistol, uh, speedball. Basically, you've got everybody. You've got all forms of players. Sure, somebody with an airboat. Um, but at this this game, they they don't limit balls per second, or they don't enforce. I don't know. They they worded it in such a way that they said they don't worry about it. Um, so. I know some markers can hit 20, 25, uh, 30 if you want to risk chopping. What the hell is this? What is, why is everybody, why is everyone leaving? No, we abandoned the show. Yep. <laughs> it's a meme. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Could at least wait till the <laughs> <Quickly>. episode's over. <laughs> yeah. If you're going to quit. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so anyways we got this mixture you got guys like speedball players just ripping tons and tons of paint Not like you know 20 balls per second easily and we've got an awesome co-host yeah that's right Gus yeah. <laughs> he's ready <laughs> um, he likes to eat paintballs he does <laughs> and set he off smoke grenades 
and smoke grenades. <laughs> so yeah, he is the lucky winner of the blue-footed prize of eating a smoke grenade and dying himself blue. Oh, <laughs> fantastic! For like an insanely long time, <laughs> two months. <laughs> Don't get that stuff in your hair. It's like hair dye. Apparently. So what you're telling us I should tell Jukebox next time she wants to dye her hair. I'm just gonna like grab an Enola Gay and just like yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll dye your hair. Just run into the bathroom and I'll just like pull the pin, toss it, and shut the door. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Just, just roll around in the powder when it gets on the floor. Yeah, uh, you should get us sponsored by them. That would be cool. Yeah, we'll try get yeah that's right. Yeah. We'll use them for hair dye. So I want to know what people think um, of of uh, ball per second uh, limitations or lack thereof. Li- that lack thereof. Um, personally, me, I don't. I can deal with it. I just feel like you know, I've got my mini. My mini is set. Uh, like at 12 it won't go above 12 um i don't even put it on full auto or ramping i just i set it at god damn it video footage not working properly i don't have that setting on my marker yeah (laughs) Yeah, exactly i set it to god this shit yeah um so i was saying um that uh you know my my mini set to 12 and it doesn't come off of semi-auto. Now, that's just a personal preference. That's just how I like to run uh, my Invert Mini. Some people prefer full auto. Some people prefer ramping. And I understand it. And I know what the point of it is. And I can totally understand if you're on a speedball field. Um, there's a reason for that. But I just feel like, especially if you've got a, a mix of players like pump and uh, rental players. And, yeah, MegFed, I guess. But um, then... There's no there's no need for the twenty balls per second kind of thing. I don't know. That's my opinion. I just I don't see the point in shooting that much paint against an opponent that is shooting, uh, you know, not even not even a, a ten gravity fed hopper. Yeah, right. I was a little uh, into it at first, <laughs> but I thought that it it played fine. I mean, the team seemed balanced. Yeah, I'll give them It'd that. Be a the little teams were very balanced. The team was. A bunch of competitive speedballers, and you put all their rentals and pumps on one team. Just the rate of fire wouldn't be comparable, right? But when you mix the different players, it, it bounced out fine or not. So. Yeah. So it did. It balanced out well. The game the game ran pretty smoothly. Um, hmm. There was one point where they steamrolled us, and there was another point where we steamrolled them. Like it was sort of back and forth. So that was pretty healthy. Uh, again, I just I didn't of of having that much. That much paint being fired. Now, as a field owner, all I hear is ka-ching, ka-ching, ka-ching. Um, right. Right? So I totally get that. That's okay. Uh, I don't know. I just and you I know feel what? like... And it, I mean, it's something some people like do enjoy. Some people love pushing their marker to the max it can go. And, you know, if they bought a marker and it can shoot 20 balls a second and they're finally at a field that will let them do it, hell, I understand yeah. that. It's the same yeah. thing. You know, there's probably speedballers being like, oh, first strikes, and they, you know, Absolutely. I don't see the point of it, and, you know, and this and that, and an unfair advantage, and this and that. But, uh, you know, so, That's you know, to point. each their own. To me, I'm with you as well, that, like, it, it's not certainly how I play. Um, I've got full auto on my M17. I've probably used it, like, properly a handful of times. Um, you know, sometimes it's nice for the little burst shots. You can pull it trigger and maybe get three shots off in one pull you know that's kind of a nice way to use full auto but again yeah i mean it depends on who you're playing against right like uh you know going full auto against rentals is uh, just a pretty, 
not very classy move all around, I would say. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Uh, You're laughing at the Jersey comment, Tucker? Oh, I'm not watching that. I like, don't have my phone out, so I can't see the actual comments as they're going on. But Let, Ross, yeah, I know Rabbit, Rabbit's a t is a Pens fan. Sorry. <laughs> oh, I got you. I got you. <laughs> yeah, I know. But uh, so, yeah, it's, it's hard to say. You know, there's advantages all around. Uh, my big thing is, is with that many balls a second, it makes movement really hard. And I think that the whole point of any paintball game is movement. Like, it doesn't matter whether you're playing speedball, wreck ball, whatever. If everyone is just trapped behind a bunker, firing as much paint as they can, and there's just a, a, you know, a stalemate of a wall... Who's having a lot of fun doing that? If you can finally get like some rate of fire down, where you, even though someone's watching you, you can still maybe make mm -hmm. that move over to the next bunker. That changes the whole game. And then finally, you can start moving around, making use of the whole field. Yep. Yeah, there was so the layout of the field really helped with that, though. So uh, that's true. If you're getting heavy fire, people just pull back. They went around. They sweep them and they pushed on right. So. Yeah. Yeah, there was a few times where there was like an absolute stalemate until like this one or two of these crucial players got eliminated. And then you could just feel the whole field shift in one direction. Um, yeah. So, and uh, I know we did that a couple of times. <laughs> Anytime uh, I have a teammate come up behind me, I'm just pointing the marker at them and I'm like, show me your armband because it's really heavy woods and there's so many mm -hmm. people, right? That, yeah. You know. uh, who was it? One of the players got, got uh, ripped on. His uh, his armband had fallen down like around his wrist. Oh, it wasn't me. Then. Oh no no no, we're not going to rip on you. Um, <laughs> I got. We, no, can, I know we can talk about that if you want. We can. Uh, so, but that could he, go either way. So, yeah. Uh, the, the the wrist the armband had fallen down by his wrist, and uh, so when he was behind the bunker, they couldn't see what team he was on just by his mask, and they just like popped up and, and surrendered the player that was walking by and they, they lost their mind. I supposedly lost their mind at them. Uh, oh yeah. The, the, the fellow was actually on MSOB and he was yeah. with another player. Yeah, um, so it was one of you should have. From what I hear, I mean, <laughs> when you're using a marker tape, it, it's difficult to tell what team anyone's on. Uh -huh. And to be honest, I'm always going to shoot you if I don't know and you don't make it clear. Right. Yeah. I actually, that's one of my pet peeves is going to a field and they have like three quarter inch wide marker tape as their armor. Right. Like, like that's what this was. Just yeah. like bust out. Maybe not. I understand not wanting to put duct tape on a, on a $150 Jersey or something. I get that, but you know, get something else, get like the really thick caution tape or, uh, you know, make it in the rules that it's got to be on your mask and on both arms and on the marker and, you know, like, not just a single piece that's this, you know, that's that's six inches long and has to be wrapped around your arm. And the funny thing was, is their, their biggest problem with it was the placement on the wrist, like right here. And which is funny because I was doing the exact same thing. I always put my marking band on my wrist because if you ever get caught, I and mean, this is an old alabaster, there you go, an old alabaster slim tip. You've got that on your wrist. You're in a bunker, you're far up, your own team starts shooting at you. You can just wave your arm yeah, out and let them know it. what team you're on. Um, you know, kind of hard to do that with your shoulder or like sticking your head and wobbling yeah. it around with the tape on it. Yeah. And, and uh, so that I do that on purpose. But And then when you shoot, you're up like this and there's your wrist, you know, visible for everybody <laughs> to see. So it's not like you're hiding. I don't know. I find it strange they call them out on the wrist so issue. Tutal's, Tutal's playing with his uh, team tags. Borrow, we'll show you this. Uh, nice big piece of velcro and armband that the uh, guys at seabreeze like to use 
That How's reminds that? me, I have a few that turn in. Sorry, Derek. <laughs> yeah, so just just a few. I might have a couple as well. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but it's it's you know it was a big strip of Velcro or or something, but you know just like I said, the tiny little marking tape because that stuff stretches and it gets really thin and it becomes like almost like string, and then you got this really really tiny. Like I didn't look for armbands the entire day. I just shot whatever was shooting at me. Yeah, that was that was how I ran my day. So I'm kind if you're of on the opposite sides of the bunker, you're on the other team basically. Like, right, and there was a few times where we were, were shooting our own teammates. At. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I had a, I had one. My, actually, I my that. first. I have the one that uh, I was excited. The first day started off. I'm excited to use first strikes. It took me a minute. I did a little bit of filming when the round first started, so I was late coming out. And when I came out, our team had pushed all the way down to what they call Skull Tower. So basically, all the way down the far right hand side of the field. I'm playing with some players on the left, and we take some shots from the right. And we look over, and there's just this crowd of players standing right in the open. And I'm like, oh, watch this. First strikes <laughs> up. Shoot. Just missed, but he's kind of looking around. Shoot again, straight in the head. And he's just like, Kunk, head goes back. He's like, oh. And the ref turns, and I'm like laughing. And I'm like, oh, yeah, awesome first strike shot. And the ref's like, you know that's your own team, right? And I'm just like, oh, shit. <laughs> so, I feel, so I, and here I am like bragging about shooting this guy in the head. And he's like straight up on my own team. So like casually, I, like, I'm like, oh. And I just like go up and join them and don't say anything about being the one shooting first strike <laughs> Sorry nice. about that, guys. But nice. uh, it, it happens, I guess. Um, uh, I'm kind of, I'm I'm guilty of shooting my own teammate at one point there that day because uh, I got up ahead of our guys a little bit and I was kind of in the middle of their line. I had people on either side of me, and all of a sudden I hear someone yell to the right of me, "I got him, guys, move up!" And I turn around and look, and there's a guy next to me all of a sudden, but he's looking back towards our team, and I kind of thought he was on the other team getting ready to shoot, and I might have plugged him right in the back. <laughs> and then I realized, and he turned around, I could see his armband. I was like, oh, because he made a really good move to get there, too. So Nice. It couldn't it find him to apologize later. So. Yeah. If you're watching, Ian's sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> True Canadian fashion. I'm, I'm sorry yeah, about the other guy, too, that we talked about there today. But uh, that, <laughs> I'm not. That, that, that could have gone either way, right? I think you're justified, hundred percent. Yeah, if yeah, I was thinking, like, I'd pull up. The, I would have uh, downloaded and pulled up the video. Yeah. We should. Well, we if anyone's wondering, um, I uh, I had a guy who was taking some pretty good shots at my face for a while, and I couldn't figure out where it was coming from. And then I finally found him. He was huddled behind a tiny little bunker, and I came around the back side of my bunker, took a few shots at him from the left side, and he kind of started pulling in. And I ran across and went to the right. And when I came around. I saw his marker start to come up, and I shot him. And we were only like four or five feet away at that point. And he told me I could have surrendered him. But, you know, you're trying to get up there, and you don't know what he's yeah. going to do. You know, I, the, yeah, I watched the footage from Ian's cam, and I still say the guy took one, maybe two shots at you as you're advancing. So he, he was in it to, to keep shooting. No, yeah, ultimately, I watched the video, and ultimately I think if, if, if too tall here – can basically stroll up to the bunker, <laughs> like not even like trying to circumvent it, but he strolled straight up to it and yeah. then turn to the left and then bunker you. You're out. You were out the second that he started walking towards the bunker and you didn't notice he was coming. 
And yeah. I switched hands, added that cool factor in there. <laughs> there you go. added the cool. nightmare effect. Yeah. The switching on the marker. Yeah. On the... <laughs> I, I understand his point there, but the way I looked at it, I don't know who he is, and I didn't yeah. want to chance it because I had to get past him into the next building to get cover or I was going to get shot. So <laughs> and it, It's one hit. It's unfortunate when it happens, but it's we're getting hit. lit up walking off the field, getting shot once when you're trying to shoot him. Is kind of the name yeah. of the getting, game, right? Getting popped. Uh, I, you're out there to play paintball. I think in the, yeah. if you get shot once with someone who didn't stick like the barrel up to your ear and pull the trigger and be yeah. a total asshole for no reason, there is no reason to complain. Like, I mean, Absolutely. up close or not. He got off, you like, know. Yeah. And I mean, we don't call Ian too tall because he's like a small guy. I mean, he's like six foot six, if not taller. Like, he, you nine. know, he. Six foot. He yeah, exactly. Come up on his back. Back. Right. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. Speaking, of, like, speaking of too tall's height. So at one point in the field, sorry, this is just this was really funny because I was giggling and I don't think anyone heard me on the field giggling. So, um, but I'm a short fellow. I'm, I'm only five foot seven. Like I'm a I'm a short dude, right? I'm a tiny dude. Um, and uh, mind you, I'm like four inches taller than my father. So, anyways, um, at one point walking through the trails, like Ian too tall here is just like so okay follow me i know the way i'm like oh okay so i'm like following behind him and at one point i realized i felt like a child following his father because <laughs> you're literally like shoulders and head above me and i'm just like do 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 just following behind in the tr- in the middle of the woods like it was just i it was hilarious i thought it was the funniest but, thing but didn't i make you feel safe <laughs> yeah that's right. you did well, i felt i like felt like you would defend me he could like yeah <laughs> Not going to lie, I may have done that near the end of the game. I, I noticed someone's comment. They're just saying, you know, if their back was to you or not. Uh, that situation that I had there, the person was facing me too. So if I come yeah. up behind someone, then I would always offer the surrender. But yeah. in that case, we were engaging each other. So I, I was responding a little bit in the comments. And it, it's just funny to me that I find people get more worked up when you surrender them than if you shoot them. That's because they're embarrassed. Really offended. Yeah, yeah, they're embarrassed. Um, yeah, right. It's, well, it's they... free to any online forum, and someone says, "Well, what would you do if you were surrendered?" People would be like, "Oh, I'd turn and shoot him." Everyone's like, "I never take surrenders." Like you'd see like two people in the entire yep. list who are like, "Oh yeah, I take a surrender when it's offered to me." So I mean, if you're not, you know, know, if you come around the corner and it's not a rental and they're not a kid, you know, if you own your own gear and you're at the field, I'm going to assume you can take a single shot from up close right. and yeah. not, you know, anything malicious. And if I have the chance and think I can surrender you, I certainly will and do. Yeah. But yeah. my big thing is you're in a big game. You're standing out there hovering over a bunker, hoping to surrender somebody. You are the biggest target on the field. You chance, you probably yelled surrender at him. The rest of the field is looking at you and you're going to get shot while you're waiting for him to surrender. And when you get hit, he's just going to stay in because yep. you didn't get surrendered. So I, I've totally had that happen to me. And honestly, like I said, if, if I can tell that you're, you know, adult and you've got your own gear, you know, uh, unless I've got you absolutely dead to rights, you're, you're probably catching a single shot. If, yep. You know, yeah, um, sorry. And <laughs> if you get surrendered, like just be professional, be, be, absolutely. It's, I it's don't, I don't know any other word other than professional. I know. I, I surrendered a guy uh, at Hillsborough one time. It was the best thing ever. I wish I could remember who the hell it was. Anyways, I walked up behind him and yelled surrender. And instead of being like, oh, well, he was just, he sort of like looked at me and said, all right then. And they walked off the field. <laughs> 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 like, 
It was all this shit. It was perfect. And the best part was oh. I came around like all super aggressive, like adrenaline's pumping because I had I was out in the open when I surrendered. I was like, surrender! He's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> like, I made someone yeah. scream once. That's awesome. <laughs> Our buddy Zach said, if someone has the skill to oat maneuver me, I will take the surrender. And I'd expect the same. That there being said, we all know the player who will never take the surrender no matter what. Yeah. Nightmare? Yeah. Nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> Because ultimately, if he gets you, or if you get him, it's going on YouTube. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. I've only I turned think... and fired on one player that had me from behind, dead to rights. And it was uh, MSOB teammate Liam. And I had just gone a nice little kill streak. <laughs> and he snuck up behind me. But he was like 20 feet away. And what did he say? He said, he said... Blake or Tuna, surrender, please. And I don't know whether it was the please that made me think maybe his confidence level was low. He didn't have ammo in his mag. But I turned and fired on him, and he hit me like square twice before I even got the first trigger pull off. And I still tagged him once. And I apologized to him. I was like, you know what? You stay in. You had me dead to rights. And uh, he stayed in afterwards. But I, I laughed hard. It's the only time that I've really, someone had me square to the back. And I was like, no, I'm, I'm just going to try my luck and turn and fire. But no, he, he caught me good and he earned it. That's awesome. Um, can I can I share on your, your thing about the balls per second and all that fun stuff? Yeah. Sure, man. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, um, personally, just because I know the field and I know what to expect there, uh, the, uh, you know, 15 balls per second, full auto or uncapped, whatever they're running, I know to expect that going to that event. But uh, I do agree with you about uh, when you're running an open class game and you have a lot of younger people, rentals, maybe new to the game, stuff like that, that uh, trying to level the playing field a little bit better, you know, running. Well, I, I know these really cool group of guys that you know, <laughs> when, when they when they run events, they, they do, you know, eight or ten balls per second and semi. So that means. Whatever you brought, pump, pistol, mag fed, uh, box mag, speedball markers, everybody's shooting the same thing on the field. And it kind of keeps it a little a little more laid back and a little more fun, I find. Mm -hmm. so, Do they have an event coming up in a few months? Oh, I'll just flip the shirt around. This isn't the actual event, but it might be called this. Disavow. Oh, okay. <laughs> but that's really? not until September. <laughs> Yeah. Are they doing t-shirts? I hope so, because I need we'll, a new t-shirt. We'll, be, uh, uh, we'll be promoting that soon. Well, you'd have to talk to English Dave about that. I know he likes his patches now and stuff, too, but uh, I okay. guess the speedball, speedball players wouldn't have any use for a patch. So Yeah, everyone <laughs> needs a t-shirt, right? Yeah, but they never <laughs> fit me. Yeah, but can we get t-shirts with Velcro on it so I can put a patch on it? Oh, snap. Ah, there we go. All right, now we're talking. Now we're talking. Um, can you get a t-shirt with Velcro that fits me though i will have one special i will make sure that english has one specially made for you usually have to make it a, like a bed sheet or something like that <laughs> we do know a tailor we uh, do we do we know do, a tailor yeah. that's that specializes in paintball gear you, yeah, you can almost sure call her a pb tailor every disavowed t-shirt or mml t-shirt don't fit me i just kept it anyways because it was cool i was there but yeah <laughs> nice. nice you know what funny Ian, it's the same thing for me, except for the opposite reason. They always have like XLs, and I'm just like swimming in them when I wear them. So I'm like, I have like Milsig t shirts 
It's not like sit in my drawer because I don't wear them because I like I'm literally just too skinny to wear them. You're just, you can that take little the, brother who steals like dad's. That's t-shirt. true. That's true. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm doing like the uh, oh no, what is it? Tom Cruise where he's like sliding across the floor and just the t-shirt. No. Risky business. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I immediately thought Ferris Bueller. Uh, well, that's not Tom Cruise. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not. Yeah, no, but I just slide across the floor. Anyways, so uh, I think we can all agree though. At the end of the day, the Mercero Black Friday game was it was a good it was a good day of paintball. The sun was out. Everyone was pretty happy. Uh, there was a lot of paint yes. thrown, so I'm sure the field owner was happy. And yeah. you know, I think everyone went home pretty good. There was no fist fights and. There was no mumbling on the field of just this guy over here is cheating. Actually, I don't think That's I heard right. any any allegations of cheating. Everyone had a good time. Yeah. So, and it was pretty. nice then to mix mix up the games too, like different objectives and stuff like that yeah. to keep the yeah. game moving yeah. around. It, it wasn't a stalemate on one line all day long. So. Yeah, yeah, the, that field does flow really nicely. Um, well, you know what they did, which was different though. Like if you think of most fields, like a big rectangle, and you usually start at each end and then you know go down like a football game. They actually had us both basically start in the same end zone, if you want to call it, like the same end of the field. And a lot of times put the objectives way down on the far side. So it was basically a race down the right and left to get down to the end where there was usually a flag on the other side, which I thought was kind of neat because a lot of times they'd start people on like opposite corners. But this time we're basically in the same corners on the same end and then racing down to take care of the whole field. Yeah. And it's... uh, it definitely made it not feel like really linear, you know, to where you just smash into each other at the 50 yard Yeah, because your objective is, is in front of you, but your enemy's to your right or your left. So you're, you're pushing forward, but at the same time trying to prevent them from, like, circumventing around you. And, and just, like, it's it was a really neat dynamic. It was really cool. Um, yeah. So let's move on. I want to move on to uh, – we got, we got, like, a few little things to go through. Uh, first, what we're going to be talking about, we're going to talk about this – every week until the event and then probably talking about it after the event because I'll be giddy is the uh, tune over here getting violent yeah my dog won't leave me alone so I'm taking a blanket and I'm putting over in his head and then pushing the smothering him (laughs) (laughs) he's back though Um, so commando paintball and syndicated productions who is syndicated productions is actually the uh the event organizer company that is handling uh the d-day event at commando paintball so they've they've come up with this fantastic idea of three patches oh brad they still can't see your picture bud no that's because i've eliminated it okay cool i've replaced it with the with the logo because my camera i think my camera's dying i think my whole setup is actually just ready to shit the bed um so, we've got uh, they, they've got this fantastic idea. It's and I've got the image up. So if you're watching live, take a look at these because this is what the patches are going to look like. So one patch will be for D Day 2017, one is for D Day 2018, and one is for 2019. And these patches will only be available um, that one year at that one event. Now you don't have to attend the event to get the patch. You can just you could buy it online. But uh, the proceeds are going to. Uh, the Mind Shift Clinic, which is a, a it's a it's a mental health clinic that focuses uh, on PTSD uh, and, and those affected by it, uh, and not just veterans. We're talking first responders, police, uh, firefighters, anyone who has uh, endured or encountered anything like re- ridiculously tragic or tra- uh, traumatic, Dra- dramatic, traumatic, traumatic, trauma. Thank you, thank you. 
Um, so anyone, because anyone could suffer from PTSD if they're uh, exposed to the right series of events or environment. And um, so this, these patches are really cool because they're they're really badass looking patches by themselves, but then all three of them link together to make a bigger picture, which I thought was a really badass idea. I've never seen that before. So there you go. It's fantastic. It's really cool. So if you go to commandopaintball.ca, uh, you can register for D-Day, which there's like 52 days, 53 days till the event. Um, and you can you can pick up one of these patches. I know I am. I'm absolutely am. Like, there's no questions asked. I want one of these patches. Um, and uh, I'll probably never wear it. It's probably going to be one of those patches that gets like displayed in my room. You know, like that's that's not one that I will ever risk losing on the field. So it's just a really cool idea. The fact that all three patches link together, but you have to be, you have to get the patch that year. So it's an exclusive kind of thing. Um, and all the proceeds going to mind shift clinic, PTSD. Um, you know, this clinic handles, uh, like a hundred to 120 new patients a year. So commando paintball and syndicated productions are, are, uh, doing that. I, I believe patch panel is the one creating the patches. I think patch panel is the one actually, uh, doing the, uh, designing and, and, uh, manufacturing of them. So, very cool. Um, it's a hell of an idea, and it's a hell of a, a reason to support them. There, there's, there's nothing wrong with it. There's no way you can argue that uh, with me. So, um, moving on from that. Secondly, not nearly as important, but hopefully kind of cool. We do have our patches. We do have them for sale, and we've already moved a couple of them. Um, two to one person. One person actually bought two of them. So they're $12 Canadian yeah, there you go. Uh, with free shipping. That's, that's free shipping to Canada or to the United States, too. I'll, we're, we're not charging shipping um, to anybody. So we're, if you just go to maritimemilson.com. We're friends in the United Kingdom. That's pretty cheap. It's like pocket change. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's and, like a free patch and you just pay for it. And you know what? If somebody <laughs> yeah. from the UK <laughs> is willing to buy one, I'm not going to charge shipping to the UK just for the sake that I, one of our patches will end up in the UK. There you go. Right, that that's like a novelty for me. Just being like, if one no of one my... orders one, I'll travel over there and just like leave one at a field. Right, we'll know. We'll right. one of one of my yeah. patches ended up across the Atlantic, so that'll be cool. So maritimemilson.com, then you go to our store and you can buy it there. It's all through PayPal. It is all very secure. It's all very safe. It's no not sketchy or, or weird or anything like that. And they're they're high end uh, PVC patches. They're, they're awesome. They're actually really good quality. I'm like impressed. We they're they're really up there. Yeah, we're really happy with the quality, and uh, we've got a couple more planned uh, from a previous podcast. I am, in fact, getting one designed that says, no. hold my teeth, I'm going in. <laughs> Excellent. I'm getting Excellent. that patch made uh, out of my own pocket if I have to. For smaller bulk, we could get a local embroidery shop to do them. We could. Like does good you're going to go big. That's a patch you want to do well, I think. Yeah. You want it to last because you're not going to be able to wear it for like 40 years. Yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I need, I need something that's going to be there when that saying will actually apply to me. I want to be able to have this <laughs> patch on me when I look at my buddy in the bar and say, hold my teeth. I'm going in. <laughs> so, right now. Uh, so that's our patch. So, you know, go check it out. 12 bucks, free shipping. Come on. Anyone outside of Canada, you're paying less than $12. 
That's amazing. I'm pretty sure our dollar is worth less than like every other developed country on the planet. So, God, that's depressing. Um, Now, excuse me. Let's talk. We're going to do something different. We're doing something different uh, for the shows going forward. Uh, Somewhere in the middle, near the middle of the end of the show, we're we're just going to sort of put the show on hold. We're going to talk about uh, our supporters, our sponsors. So we've got uh, three companies right now who are uh, supporting us and supporting the show. So first one, MaxTac, uh, or Maximum Tactical, if you will. Uh, they've donated a TGR1 to us, limited edition Desert Tan. We are drawing for that May 1st. $20 Canadian for the ticket. So you go to maxtac.ca, you can buy the ticket through there. Uh, it's under soft goods because it's, it's not a marker. It's, you got to buy the ticket. Um, 20 bucks gets you a chance to win this limited edition. Um, it's badass marker. It really is. There's, there's nothing wrong with it. It's just an amazing marker. Uh, and you'll be supporting us. You'll be helping us, helping us help others and help keep us on the air and help us do more stuff like patches and stuff like that. So MaxTech has been a, a supporter of us for a good amount of time now. Um, you know, they're, they love what we do and, and we're forever grateful for what they've helped us with. Uh, we've got a couple other things from them that we're going to do after this draw that I think anyone who owns a TGR2 or TG, yeah, anyone who owns a TGR2 will be excited about. So that'll be interesting. Uh, I'm looking forward to announcing that. So check them out, maxtac.ca. And uh, I just realized that they actually misspelled maxtac on this, this graphic that they sent me. So (laughs) 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 just go to Google and type in maxtac. You'll be fine. Maxtac. (laughs) <laughs> it's it's supposed to be M A X T A C T, not not M A X T A T. Maybe that's Max Tat. Steve, fix that. Get on that, buddy. Come on. I wonder that address doesn't work. <laughs> I love that no one else has noticed though. It's been um, there for a while. It yeah. has been. It's been there for a while. It is really fun. So MaxTech's awesome. Uh, check out they make they they make they're the makers of the TGR line of markers. So TGR two, the TGR or the TGR one, uh, the TGR two, and uh, they make some great stuff. So check them out. Second, let's showcase some made fit maker stuff. Check it out. We got a slideshow going. Some cool stuff. The guy's always pumping out new ideas. I know he's kind of slowed down. Uh, recently, because he's getting ready for the the events to show up, so he can go and actually like uh, sell stuff and show stuff off. So, but you got everything. You've got like uh, he calls it the block party. So it's a lot of yeah. Like, I, I like he's got that whole set that's like all of the AKs and the block furniture, right. and then he's got the HK group that's like all of the HK variants. And uh, yeah, I know I've been. Uh, been off the last two weeks but come next week we'll get back on the news and we'll start making sure we're staying on top of his products and uh everyone else's as well yeah so he's making all sorts of stuff he's making stuff for the hurricane for the the mcs hurricane for the mil sig obviously that's where you know where he started um all sorts of crazy stuff you know and, and it looks good you know it it's it's different it's not ar platform yeah it's based on a, on a marker that's built on the ar platform but it's it doesn't look like an M17. It doesn't look like a Hurricane. It doesn't look like a TGR2. You know, and it's 
it's some cool stuff. He's working on some really fun stuff, and I, I really look forward to what else this guy's going to come up with because I know it's going to be good. Uh, I really support them. And lastly, uh, last but not least, uh, we have uh, Ripple Industries, tactical gear, equipment, and paintball. So rippleind.ca, so rippleind.ca. Ripple Industries is they're, they're a paintball airsoft tactical gear store like they are they're a hundred percent focused on milsim it's my candy store yeah exactly uh, they're, they're a mag fed players candy store hundred uh, percent they do everything from markers to condor hats with velcro on them to player made items they they sell uh unanistan's 3d printed camera mounts they sell yeah. uh is it called Kydex? Kydex holsters? Yep. Um, you know, molded host- holsters for Tipexes and T9s and all that stuff. So they sell all sorts of great stuff. So check them out. And uh, and show some support. Go check them out. they got a clearance section. I shit you not, they have a longbow air-through stock for the 98 Custom. If you don't know what that is and you're not excited like I am, <laughs> Go look up the longbow, the Spec Ops longbow. It was my, it was like the marker equivalent of my wet dream when I was <laughs> first getting into paintball. This thing, the longbow, it didn't have a hopper. It had a, it had a spring-loaded tube on the top of it. It was an amazing marker. Go check it out. But they, they have one for clearance, and I'm thinking of buying it for just for the sake of having it, That's like just, weird. just so I have it. Uh, I'm I'm very very tempted uh, to buy it, and uh, they have a clearance section full of awesome stuff, great stuff, and they they support a ton of markers: Max Tac, Milsig, Tiberius, or First Strike, I guess, and uh, Die. They even have Die Dams there, so all sorts of great stuff. So Ripple Industries, go check them out, and uh, they support Tipman too. And Tipman, sorry, and Tipman, thank you. That's where I and got you know my mags from my TMC. There you Fast go. shipping too. I don't know about you guys, but even out here to the Maritimes, like I, you order by Wednesday during the day, and you'll get it before the weekend without having to pay like out the nose for shipping. Yeah, and yeah, I don't know about the impressed. United States, but I know in Canada, if you're ordering from from Ripple Industries, ninety nine dollars gets you free shipping. Yeah. Everyone else, it's like a hundred and fifty to two hundred dollars to get. Free a lot shipping. of items they can't actually ship out of country though. That's with, true. Uh, like oh. distribution agreements. There you go. Yeah. So let's just assume Canada then. Um, it's a .ca address, anyways. So this is that's so those are our three main sponsors right now. Um, they they support us, and, and in turn we support them. And you'll be seeing us doing this every episode, whether we have something to really talk about or not. If if we don't have any news on them, it's just going to be a, a, a reflection on on what's going on. It's just going to be a reminder. Hey, go check these guys out, and. Uh, we will be doing that every show. That's going to be something we're going to do going forward. And that's uh, that's it for the sponsors. That's it for for everybody that uh, is is backing us up. Sorry, I just got like my phone just went nuts. I'm getting like messages and shit all over the place. What's going on? Keep your oh. shit together, Brad. You're the host here. Yeah, I know. And my camera died. The computer's falling apart. The microphone messed up. This is ridiculous. Pretty soon I'm gonna be duct taping shit together. Uh, you still got your beard though. I think, I think Gus is gonna take over. He's the new. Host. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
That's fine. He's like all riled up. He doesn't like me just like sitting here for an hour straight, not playing with him. He's been like at my feet, just bothering <laughs> me this entire time. That's hilarious. Okay, so now we come to the fun part. We come to the part. Uh, for the longest time, we've been talking about nominations. So the podcast wants to take somebody to uh, Commando Paintballs, Tipman Challenge, D Day, twenty seventeen, et cetera, et cetera, because it's a long ass title, but it's maritime road trip. Um, so yeah, it's going to be a big ass maritime road trip. There's going to be a ton of people on, in the convoy, I'm sure. And, uh, so we asked for some nominations. We asked for nominations and we got, we got some replies. We've got a good amount of them. Before we get into them, I want to talk about the fact that, uh, this, this wasn't a popularity contest. This didn't go by number of nominations. Um, now whether you agree with it or not, this is how we handled it. Basically, uh, if you if you put in a nomination, we didn't keep track of the number of nominations. What we did was we just we sort of looked at them and we read the nominations and then we discussed amongst ourselves and we decided um, that uh, we just wanted to that how do I word this? Basically, well, we looked that, at you it. Know and what, we it, was, it wasn't just I. If I could say it, if it's it wasn't just the nominations, it was the content of the nominations. So Thank you. it wasn't just that, like you know, ten people said Jim should go or Joe should go or whoever else. It was that you know Jim should go because he has helped X amount of people. Every time he's at the field, he does this. You know, positive. You know, whether it's a part of the community helping you know new people or whatever else it is that they brought to the table. Um, you know, and and really what we thought beyond. Uh, you know, how it really impacted uh, everyone else that they come in contact with. So it was, that was kind of more of, it wasn't just the nominations, it was the content of the nominations that really made a difference. Yes, exactly. Perfect. Thank you. Uh, no. So we got some nominations. We got one, uh, we got one for Guardian. Somebody nominated Guardian. He's he's on the podcast, guys, that doesn't count. Um, Which was that, actually probably one of the most well-written ones of all of them, well. if I get to say it was. If I was Guardian, I'd be... Uh, have a little chip on my shoulder after that one, probably. Yeah, yeah, it was really well written. It was hilarious. Yeah. And uh, I so knew you all do the do stuff some. The year. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, you do do some good stuff in the community, though, Jay. Like your your stuff you're doing with Seabreeze, trying to get some younger kids out that haven't played before, and the the coupon, if you want to call it. Yeah. Yeah, it worked really so, well last year, and we're excited and for it again this year. You're always the Star trying Wars to get... event as well. Oh yeah, Which that's a great one event. of the games we look for. Health. Look forward to every year. So absolutely. So uh, we had some uh, for some some honorable mentions. We had uh, Ron Bro, Ron, I don't know if that's his last name. Ron Ron Bro from uh, Moncton area. So uh, we got some. You know, he was nominated for his work with the 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 Magfed Museum or the Nostalgia Museum, depending on who you're talking to. So he's basically trying to collect. Uh, a lot of rare vintage markers. He wants to put them all together and put them on display. So and Magfed specific. Yeah. And, and yeah, yeah. And, and sort of Magfed specific. So it's a very cool idea. Um, it's pretty neat. Yeah. yeah, really good idea. Yeah. Yeah, it's very cool. And uh, we we looked at that. We thought that was a really neat idea. Um, yeah, definitely a close runner up. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. We had one for, let's see, another honorable mention was... Um, for uh, Matthew Sears, basically saying that he was a really uh, uh, well-respected at the field, uh, but not not just because he was a good paintball player, but because he was always willing, ready and willing to help out. And uh, 
help some people with uh, with gear issues, making sure the newer players had fun time, etc. And they nice. uh, said that it used to get really bashful when they called them the super regular. Uh, <laughs> so they uh, that was fun. <laughs> and uh, so I'm just trying to hunt down all the nominations now. <laughs> Still have your ripple ad up. Oh, for God's Later. sakes! <laughs> I should be watching along so I can like help along. This, this is why I need I'll a watch producer. This for a while. <laughs> I need a yeah. producer. A producer. I, I thought that's what you were. Or at least an intern. Yeah. Or an intern. I need an unpaid intern. I know we had a nomination for uh, Troy Connors, so he's always volunteering to help out with paintball for kids repping it, as well as he's a big help with the Star Wars game, which is another charity game that we do. So, um, honorable yeah. shout out to him as well. Yeah, yeah there was a lot of work for it. Um, there was a lot of, uh, and I, I don't, I don't want to go through the names, but there was there was a lot of nominations that were just I nominate so and so. They're a great person. And that's where it stopped, which we tried. You know, we said, yeah, okay, what can, why, why do you nominate them? Uh, oh, well, they're they're really nice to people on the field. Okay, well, that doesn't doesn't help. Like, okay, so there, there's a lot of that in the Maritimes. Like, not the nomination, but the the people who are being really nice and growing this board and uh, making the experience better. So, uh, if you're yeah. that kind of person, keep up the good work. Yep. We're looking for a little more detail, but, you know, keep up the good work that you're doing still. Can well, I, think I what say we found is... Oh, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, can I say one that I put in? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Well, not just this person in particular, but a lot of the guys at Seabreeze uh, are volunteers. So they're not getting absolutely. paid to do this stuff. And they'll come out on their, their days off and their weekends to help the guys work on the field, you know, build and stuff. And then the... Uh, refing rental groups and the weekends refing and uh and some of them are really approachable like really great with the kids and everything so it's it's a, a nice little crew down there um yeah so it's, there's a lot of people around the maritimes that make this a really fun place to play yeah and i think that's a product of the maritimes i think the fact that we are such a small area uh, maybe not landmass wise. We're still pretty like we're you know it's still five six hour drive anywhere I want to go. But um, there's there's so few of us it seems that we're such a tight knit community that you know you just you want to help each other out and, and you don't want to be a dick and you don't want to uh, you know you you don't want to be an outcast or you don't don't want to be like oh I'm better than you. You just want to help out. You want to hang out with everybody and be like what's up? You know we're all buddies. Let's get together and play some paintball. But, you know, and then that's how it feels. So um, so we went through a, a bunch of nominations and all that, and we talked about it, and we discussed it. And like I said, it wasn't based on numbers of, of nominations and stuff like that. Um, but we ended up deciding our winner. And uh, so we actually decided to invite the winner on the show tonight, telling him that we didn't have a guest when, in fact, it's him. <laughs> Mr. Tutal. So, congrats to Tutal. Uh, we're we're taking you to Ottawa, buddy. Yeah, we're taking <laughs> you to 
holy shit guys <laughs> yeah so, no and yeah. i mean honestly i you know what it actually i you know as the more and more we thought about it uh it was really a no-brainer for you buddy um so you know we were thinking of who is uh more deserving in our community i mean uh you know you've been through uh, quite a lot yourself you know getting the opportunity to travel isn't always the easiest and we know you know this is a good opportunity for get out there hit those fields not only that, you uh, have personally teched probably three or four of my markers, specifically pistols. I, th I the think he's teched well. all you're, you're of the... our markers. <laughs> and never asks for a thing in return. Tech. He takes yeah. the patience to like teach us how to fix it ourselves. And then when we forget or fuck it up, he's there to help me again yeah. and help you again. You, you fixed the X7 I almost broke. Because it was <laughs> leaking and I was Man. just like, Tutal, how do I fix this? It doesn't work. And he's just like, well, first of all, don't use oil, use grease. I was like, oh, that's, that's all the, fe the phenom there. That was a couple <laughs> years ago. Yeah. But, you know, no, but the, phenom was, the, the phenom was busted. The game was starting and you stayed to fix it so that jukebox could play. Um, no. So that was really cool. But we had we had a bunch of nominations, too, from uh, from people from Seabreeze in the area saying well, things like, you know, that if. If you weren't playing, you were refing, and if you weren't refing, you were teching. So, and I've seen you on Saturdays myself out there working on the field. Uh, I I used to work Saturdays really close by to the field, ten minute drive. When I'd finish up, you know, I'd be in my suit clothes from work, and I'd pop by to go say what's up. And there would be Ian with a couple of the field owners building bunkers, doing repairs, not asking for anything in return, no special treatment when he gets to the field. You know, but he gets there, puts the work in, whether it's helping people at the field, on markers, and then you're just a good guy, buddy, and uh, we're, we're more than happy to uh, take you out with us for the event. I just wanted one of the comfortable seats behind the counter so I could get off my feet. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, guys, Jesus. I don't know what to say. Uh, I don't know. Oh, it, it means Ooh, a lot to me. I don't know what I just did. I broke something. There we go. Okay, everything's fixed. <laughs> well, no, well, like it, I said, man, you deserve it. It means a lot to me. Like, I, I was trying to figure out how to travel for this trip because I didn't want to miss another one again. <laughs> oh, geez. Oh, yep. you're, you're coming with us, man. You're coming with so, us, buddy. Uh, we're, we're taking care awesome. of everything. You're good to go. So we'll we'll take care of all the all the details for you. And uh, all you need to do is... Uh, is, is Pack is, your bags. But yeah, pack your bags, buddy. You're, you're going to Ottawa. You're going to stay in luxurious. Box, right? you're, you're yeah, gonna... that's right. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> part of packing your bags. I, was it not on Friday where I was like, I need a screwdriver? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, you know, that was a nail in the coffin for the victory right there. If you didn't have that and screwdriver, one, you were going with somebody Here's else. the rule, though. Here's the rule. And I offered you two different ones. <laughs> he, you did. That's right. He gets to come so with it's us. number two or three. Yeah. He gets to come with us, but he's not allowed to not play i don't want That's any right, of this yeah. like i missed the game because i was fixing like tuna's marker or some yeah, horse shit like that it's like if or, tuna's or marker goes down marker. <laughs> right this time we're taking your marker when you go on the field of it exactly goes down, you which means we're it. probably going to buy you a new marker and uh, <laughs> yeah Ian's markers just work. Yeah, I've never seen you. You probably tech them all before you get to the field. So they, yeah. uh, I don't think I've ever seen you have a marker go down. Like the rest of us should, but we don't. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah that's so, right. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, He's there you go. Hold on. I want to put that Thank picture back up because I'm really proud of myself putting all the winners. <laughs> <laughs> um, Thank you so much, guys. 
Oh, hey, no mate. problem, man. Don't mention Happy it. Really. Happy out there. So, um, I, uh, <laughs> I'm not working on any markers that day. I'm bringing backups for my backups. Like, <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and we'll go. keep you running. I, if, if your markers <laughs> go down and then you back up, if your backup of your backup goes down, I'll just I'll just steal a marker from, like, I don't know, Wolf or Aztec. Okay. Just be like, here yeah. you go. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'll bring my slingshot if I have to. Right? Exactly. Go. That's it. Right? If one of our markers go down and we can't fix it, I'm going out with a fistful of paintballs. I'll just I'll throw the damn things. <laughs> but, you need uh, one of sell sword paintballs, ballistic knives at that point. Yes. <laughs> yes. Exactly. I saw those are getting in the hands of people now. Yeah. Oh, I still got to buy one, but I can't justify it right now. Um, I know. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I'm just really proud of this like winner, winner, winner thing that I put up. So, anyway. <laughs> and all the funny faces that you catch, like, yeah, it's awesome. So, uh, thanks for everyone who nominated and and, uh, and came up to recognize, you know, those who in our community who who are doing something uh, to benefit it, whether it's uh, tech and markers on the field or trying to build a, a mag fed nostalgia museum. Like, you know, we had stuff all over the place. And uh, running cool events, helping people that look confused, don't know where their spawn is. Like that's all yep. the stuff that's helping. Letting people test out their markers, everything. Yeah, yeah we had it there. Uh, honestly, it was really just great to see the nominations come in to remind you that you know what it seems like at every field, there's probably someone who deserved this trip. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like absolutely. if there was, if we had a, a school bus, we'd be taking a yeah. hundred people down. <laughs> yeah, but, absolutely. Uh, if if I could, you know, get, if I could rent. Uh, a tour bus i'd load the sucker up full of people like exactly no so it, it was really so. just it was like one of those uh heartwarming moments to go through and kind of read you know that there you know really are good people out there in this community and it seems like they you know outnumber those that uh are not it's and that's that's the thing so um we'll do something like this again you know, we'll try and, uh, I don't know, maybe, hopefully it'll be before next year. I'd, I'd like to do this more than once a year, uh, try and sponsor uh, a player to go. I don't know how we'll do it. We'll figure something out, though. Maybe but, I can get, uh, I'll, I'll bug uh, my wife and see if I can get some WestJet buddy passes, which are like uh, discounts for I the airline. And then I call dibs. Could, uh, well, we give them away, you know, and if Guardian <laughs> didn't get his, his nomination, didn't earn him a win this time, I don't know what you're going to have to do there, Brad. I created a goddamn podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And brought us all on it. So, you know, yeah. It's no, hard I think your uh, team captain is pretty cool, Tuna. Yeah, I don't know. You know, I, you, know, I, you just don't <laughs> so, know. There's a lot of cool people out there, right? That's what we're finding <laughs> out from these nominations. That's <laughs> yeah. just it. And that's, and that's one thing I want everyone to remember is that the nice thing about this was we got absolutely at no point did anyone send us a message saying, who do you think you are doing this and trying to be all big and you know take players somewhere for free and think you're all that? We got nothing but like positive responses and just yeah. nominations, which was fantastic. It shows that the community really is not that full of assholes like it feels like it does some days. Um, the trolls were hibernating. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what it was. But we are running way over time, but I think it was worth it to uh, to give two tall a oh. prize and. Uh, that's uh, that's it. Everyone who's watched, everyone who's been watching the stream and commenting, uh, I think I seen like Sizzle was there. Who's there? We got like Sizzle. We got Ryan, Jeanette, uh, Sage, Josh, uh, Sizzle, Sage, Jeanette, Sizzle, Sizzle. Uh, Damn it, Sizzle! You talk a lot. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> so, anyways, uh, everyone has commented. Thank you so much. And if anyone is listening to this uh, in in uh, post, uh, I apologize because episode 109 wasn't put up yet. So if you're listening to this now, go back. It will be up. Anyways, my bad. But until next week, everyone, uh, cheers.